And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Animaniacast. All right, guys, there's a lot of pressure on our first lines. They gotta be funny, they gotta be irreverent, and most of all, they gotta be carefully crafted. But you just wasted yours on... All right, guys, there's a lot of pressure on our first lines. And you just wasted yours on... But you just wasted yours on... All right, guys, there's a lot of pressure on our first lines. Wait, don't. Make sure it's good first. Yeah, it's all on you, Dot. Maybe something reminiscent of the first season? But modern to show that we're not your dad's Animaniacs. But not so modern that you'll alienate the dads because they're a key part of our demographic. Don't overthink it. 22 years later and I'm still a knockout. And welcome, everybody, once again to the Animated Cast. This is the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky in the Brain, and of course, Freakazoid. But today is the day we are starting our conversation of the new. Animaniac series, which has hit Hulu. Uh, gosh, what was that day? It was just yesterday of the t- or today of the time of recording. November twentieth is the official release date. Yes, thank you. So the day the day of a recording of this episode, I can tell you so, all the things that happened on this day. No. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to stay happened? off Twitter. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm avoiding Mandalorian. Uh... Spoilers. Yeah, there's yes. a new episode of Mandalorian came out today. On this day, the yes. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get to our introductions. I am Joey, and joining me uh, here in Arizona, it's Nathan. Our careers have made comebacks. Oh, okay. <laughs> and ac- across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. Okay. Now we can get into the show proper. Now we can get into all this fun stuff. We are talking about the new episode of Animaniacs, the Animaniacs reboot. It's back. And so far, the reactions overall, I think, have been pretty positive from what I've seen on Twitter. We were talking about how the reactions on Facebook have been a little bit more mixed, um, but uh, overall pretty positive. Um mm-hmm. Uh, what would you guys say about this episode of Animaniacs? If someone were to ask you in just a few words, what would you tell them? Let's start with you, Nathan. Oh, I would say I saw this episode like a week ago. I don't know. <laughs> oh, just rub it in. No, um, I uh, I enjoy the. Uh, it has a great. It has a great theme song. <laughs> yeah, just playing it in the background right there. <laughs> and, uh, the, the opening is great. Uh, if you like uh, Spielberg, it's very Spielberg. <laughs> okay, and Nathan, uh, right, Kelly. <laughs> oh, my brain is fried. And Kelly, what about you? It has Spielberg in it. It does. Which Nathan has already mentioned, <laughs> and he knew I was going to say that. He yeah. stole it. And he yeah. he even said how Spielbergian. Yep. I think he tried to say how Spielbergian. He kind of tripped over it. But. No one can say it but me. Yeah, that's yes. why. That's why I couldn't say it. Right. <laughs> well. 
let's go ahead and get and talk about it. And 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 yeah, this episode premiered yada 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 in November twentieth. I think we're kind of not going to be going over that segment uh, every time. We could do it, and I could tell you something else that happened on this day. So this time, Mandalorian came out next. Which week, episode? I don't know, the third one, three, the second season, the second yeah, season. But they're numbering it. Yeah, chapter, so. chapter 12 like, is chapter, what I want to say. Okay, I was going to say 12, 12 or 13. I don't know. It's in that area. Yeah. It's a pretty good episode. I saw it. Okay. Did you? Was <laughs> yes. Baby Yoda cute? Uh, yes, he was actually. Spoilers. Any yeah. genocide this week? Uh, no genocides of ba- by, ba- on the part of Baby Yoda. <laughs> no. That's good. He did nothing. Baby, I don't think Baby Yoda did anything to upset the internet this week. Good, so that good. is very no good. controversy is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's. Well, I guess speaking of speaking of controversy, I guess we should probably talk about just you know the the. I think we should mention that you know the opinions that we're going to be talking about here on the show. Um, well, you know these are our opinions. I'm very glad that people are enjoying the 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 new series. I, I really am. Uh, and you know I don't really know what to say other than you know if you hear us saying something that you know we didn't like or or we did like or whatever that's that's just our opinion so yeah we're we're not trying to dislike or like it more than we need you know it's we're trying to be so like we're gonna have different opinions that we're gonna like it more than some people do and we're gonna may probably dislike it than other people do but like we're trying to give an honest like review of the show and try to be fair as well you know Exactly, right. and um, we, we, we try to be constructive, and and, and yeah. nobody is. I, I I dare say probably nobody gets excited about Spielberg cameos than I do. So that's just <laughs> my thing. Um, I mean, if and if you get if you get excited by it too, you know, cool, cool. We got something in common. Um, <laughs> but that's you know, I like certain things because I like them, and that's just the way things are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're well, not the target audience. Still, I think. I, I'm pretty I still disagree sure. with that. I kind of, I, I kind of do too, Kelly. I, I kind of, especially think, this first episode. I think they yeah, were doing a lot of talking to people our age, perhaps <laughs> a little too much, too much. I don't uh, know. to people our age. Uh, I kind of oh, wish. Yes, I have an on this day. Oh, what, what happened um, on this day? That actually relates to the episode, though, because I, Amblin, uh, their social media posted today that on this day, um, I don't remember the year, the Jurassic Park novel came out. Oh. Uh-huh. Aha! That's a great. That's so, so good. Yes. That is, so there's our there's our November twentieth thing yes. that we can do for. I could just on think November. of yeah something something every, happened on a November twentieth. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, done. So we got the, this episode. Cool. We need some sort of interesting trivia, so it'll just be <laughs> November twentieth trivia. We're gonna be such experts on November twentieth. Oh no. man! <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get into our, our discussion. Let's go and start with. Jurassic Lark. It, it's the Warner Brothers. And the Warner Sister. So Jurassic Lark was written by Lucas Crandles and Timothy Nash, and it was directed by Scott O'Brien. And this is nearly a shot-for-shot recreation, of course, the famous scene in Jurassic Park, and uh, Steven Spielberg comes out as John Hammond, and he explains that he has brought Yakko, Wacko, and Dot back for a new series of Animaniacs. He has reanimated them and has fantastic music uh, arranged by Steve Bernstein. Of course, the original John Williams theme is being played. Hashtag uh, from, maestro. 
<laughs> but with a limited orchestra. With a limited orchestra. And again, but we, it sounds it, great. It does. If you have not, just like it. Yes. If you have not heard our, uh, just our last episode, just most recent episode, just like with, two uh, days ago. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. We're going a little crazy this week. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard our episode with uh, Steve and Julie Bernstein, you got to check that out. Some great information of not only how they recorded stuff in the uh, new series, but of course, a lot of stuff about the original series as well. And this was just done with a limited orchestra, probably about the a third of the size of uh, John Williams' um, group of musicians. So, yeah, this is this was impressive. Um, and they they named certain things like clean vectored outlines and widescreen format. The um, also the the animation cell that they're holding up, I believe, comes from a shot from I believe the first episode of. Animaniacs in the first run, uh, which is kind of cool. I think I saw that on Twitter. I forgot who put that up there, and I apologize. I know it's one of our listeners, and I feel really bad for not knowing your Twitter handle off the top of my head, but it was a really cool fact that I saw. (laughs) Um, This is the first clip of the show that was officially revealed, and it was previewed at the New York Comic Con Animaniacs panel back on the 11th of October. So we know this, uh, we've had the most exposure to this clip. I didn't really pay attention to it that much this time around because I've I'd seen, seen it, it so many <laughs> but times. it's so good. It's so good. And one of the things I really, really like in it is Maurice LaMarche uh, as Jeff Goldblum is just so good. He is really, really, really good. Um, I am I am just a little bit disappointed uh, that we have a, Steven Spielberg's voice changed, although his his new voice actor, I'm getting it right now, uh, Andy Milder, is uh, is very good. But I I really like Frank Welker's uh, Spielberg a little bit more, just because I'm I'm old school like that. <laughs> what can I say? I just like the whoa 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 whoa. I miss that. But <laughs> uh, let's uh, any what you guys? I mean, we've already talked about this a little bit, but. What did you What did you like about this uh, first Spielberg. segment? Yep, Spielberg. Okay, got that out of the way. <laughs> Nathan, what about you? Um, uh, yeah, that Ian Malcolm is great. Um, it's fun. He did it. That 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 crazy son of a gun actually did it. Uh, seeing that Hulu representative uh, saying we're going to make so much money on this. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, I every time I see this, like I wanted to keep saying like. So the Ian Malcolm line in Jurassic Park, where he's like, the scientists were thought about so much about whether they should do things. They were so preoccupied. Yeah, there we go. And I was like, think if they should. Yeah, Yeah, they could, but they didn't know. Yeah. yeah. The problem, they're they're standing on the shoulders of greatness. (laughs) Like that whole speech. If I may, Um, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're that you're using here. Uh, it didn't require any discipline to attain it. You know, you read what others had done, and you and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourselves, so you don't take any responsibility for it. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what you had, you you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it. You want to sell it. Well... I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. I could just, 
I, I don't know. I haven't seen all the episodes though, but I worry like, I just want to. I want that to be true. <laughs> could could this just line also like, be inserted? Yeah, exactly. Towards the end of the series, I hope not. <laughs> um, <laughs> per, perhaps the it is. It, we'll get we'll get into it. But the, there's there's and, and we have not seen the whole series. Um, no, I've, no. I've only seen the five episodes that we were initially previewed. Um, I've and, seen the first five, and then all. As well as those, so so there was some crossover between. So them. you've seen about half the episodes yeah. so far. So, but, but I mean, I think we we knew going into this that it would be a mixed bag. In fact, I think even the the folks that we were talking to behind the scenes that even worked on the show were honest and said, "Yeah, you know, not all the things are great." But then yeah. again, it, and apparently, like the second season is like, yeah, this is when they hit their so stride. You, yeah. Well, the original series, um, yeah. things we liked, and and you know we had our favorites, and then we had things we were like, eh, it was okay, but it wasn't like as funny as some of the other stuff. So, but yeah, the first season of a show is always, you know, them trying to find their footing and and everything, um, you know, seeing what works and what doesn't. Because I've I've gone back to read about like pilots of of series that are super popular. Like, you forget about the stuff that they, you know, characters changed a little bit. And, mm-hmm. And of course, pilots that didn't air, you know, actors changed. So there's a lot um, that goes into a first season that um, may the be pi- different. The first season, and especially the pilot, I remember of Seinfeld was really bumpy mm. for such a show that became so like this is the funniest show. And then you go and you, <laughs> I remember buying the DVD set of Seinfeld and getting that first season. Same thing with The Simpsons too. That for the first season is is like, oh, this is. What are they yeah, doing? Like skip. Uh, especially in in retrospect, you're kind of like, oh, this is this is it, same with like the early. Office. I'll skip the first season, of The Office. Oh yeah, because they were just copying <laughs> the British version, like almost trying to do it beat for beat. Only for really while. the first episode. Oh well, whatever. I don't still. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but it's it's still too early for us to weigh in on the whole season. So we yeah, we totally. Just don't know. Um, but I of, wanted to say that quote before I uh, forgot and <laughs> before I could say if it was true or not. So <laughs> exactly. Um, now, and I suppose this is really also, uh, I, I was thinking about it. This is kind of their version of the newsreel of the stars in a way, because the newsreel of the stars in the original series showed Yakko, Wacko and Dot popping out of the page and saying, boingy, 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 which they do, mm-hmm. of course, in this version. But it was kind of like, this is how they were, this is how they came about. So I guess, I, and I know, Nathan, you have some theories about this. Oh, yeah. Which I've, they did not touch on this episode. Is Where were the Warners? In the last 22 years. And, and how did they come back? And Steven Spielberg just says, I reanimated them, which is kind of like a weird um Way of saying like okay, there. Don't we say know Steven Spielberg said weird stuff. Well, I'm saying well, well John Hammond, <laughs> John Hammond, yeah, played by Spiel- Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a weird thing. It's kind of a. Um, I mean, it, like I know they're animated. Yeah, are they zombie. are they reanimated zombies? No, of course not. But they're animated characters. It's a pun on that. Um, it's I'll, you know, but it's I don't know. I kind of wish that they gave some explanation of where the heck they've been, and I don't, I, I don't know. Again, maybe I haven't we'll seen. Maybe we'll find out. Um, no spoilers, folks on Twitter. Don't tell me. But I kind of, <laughs> I'm just saying that I wish. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mark it to a missed opportunity in this first episode of something mm-hmm. that if I were in the writers' room. I would have said we need to have at least a little bit talking about where where have they been, yeah. Um, in this time, I don't I don't really see them as necessarily 
in the opening, don't they come out of graves or something? So they they, they really do are the, reanimated. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. They're, but that was talking about their careers or right. What are they? Been, let's go. Let's their talk careers about, have been dead. Have made yeah. comebacks is the yeah. line for that. Yeah, so th- let's talk about the theme song. Let's get right into it because it, that's the next little part. So they're really um, – there's much of it is exactly the same. In fact, shot for shot, um, they do a lot of the same animation. I yeah, saw same w- motions at least, like yeah. maybe different characters in different spots. I, I actually saw – and I forgive me, I, I forget which um, storyboard artist it was, but – uh, or possibly even maybe it was one of the animators, but they they basically showed how they took the original theme and just superimposed uh, the new caricatures of the characters on top. So I think the shot I saw was Yakko doing the little uh, drumsticks on top of the people's heads and how they just kind of were superimposing the other stuff to kind of match it, uh, again, beat for beat, which you can really see... Uh, the shots that are similar are very similar, but there are some changes. I mean, instead of Dr. Scratch and Sniff, who is for the most part MIA in this uh, episode, yeah, uh, it's it's Ralph being you know the chair is being taken out from Ralph, uh, or uh, actually, he, I guess the, the original Dr. Scratch and Sniff was like in a dentist chair, I believe, wasn't he? And he kind of bends back. I think at least that's. That's how I, I feel. But I felt yeah. like Ralph was in the same kind of thing because it's still the same kind of motion of chair. So it's like yeah, exactly. And they but they pull the they pull the um, chair out from underneath Ralph and, and this tickle one. his feet and yeah. And so oh, it's, it's slightly different. There's a, there's slight difference, but there are some bigger changes. Um, Dot is no longer uh, like we talked about in our initial um, reactions to the first five episodes. They say Dot has wit and Yakko yaks instead of Dot is cute. Um, that is a, it's an interesting, I know, I, I get it, you don't want to just describe a, someone as just cute. Yeah, just, uh, judging a, a woman by her appearance only, but. But. They're all cute, too, so it also, but they also all have wit, so it's also. Yeah. I, 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 I And also me, the whole Yakko Yaks never made sense either, anyways. Like, well, Yakko is the, is the smart aleck. I mean, he's yeah, the, the, talker. the talker. Yeah. But. To me, to me, Dot always was the one i mean i don't know kelly you're you're the you're you're a female representative do you, I'm the do you cute have any one. yeah exactly <laughs> i mean do you do you i mean we're also old school fans we should keep that in mind that you know we're not hip to all this new stuff and all but um i mean do you do you, were you necessarily like um what did you think what did you think about the change of that line um you know it's funny uh, cuz i i just showed that i was i'm cute but as a young younger person I absolutely loathed being called cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm petite, you know, just a little over five feet. And um, I felt like that's all people saw me as. You know, I wanted to be smart, uh, pretty, whatever. Um, so cute for me personally as as a child in particular and a, a teenager was awful. Um, now, now that I'm older, it's like, yeah, I totally embrace that. <laughs> I'm adorable. People take it. But um it's it's interesting, particularly since they. I mean, she acknowledges her cuteness in the episode, so it's not like they're avoiding it. Yeah, yeah. they're not saying she's not cute. She just she's, she, she says twenty two later years later, and I'm still a knockout. So yeah, she's so, already referring to herself as being cute, yeah, hot. But whatever. it's okay for her to refer to herself that way. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's it's better to um, acknowledge her 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 mind, her intellect. So. I just thought it was kind of a, a weird thing. Like to me, if they kept it in. 
I don't know if people would necessarily. It's I almost like it would have mattered. I don't think people would have been upset. Yeah, about. I don't right. think it's upsetting. It's almost way, like so. too. It's like why <laughs> did you take it? Like so, in that case, it's like then why even take it out to be. With you know what I mean, like why 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 am I even having this conversation? Well, maybe it's for like a child that <laughs> is seeing it for the first time that's not watching the original stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, Dot has wit, and so so can I, you know, like little girls just yeah. like yeah, like so. But Dot was always like, I mean, there was no weakness to the character yeah. of Dot ever. No, no. So I I think the whole idea of her being cute it was always like a it was either used as a manipulation like let us out at a cagey wagey yeah or it was as a underestimate you underestimate her and she's really the toughest she really is the toughest it's, toughest warner the warner cute ones you have to watch out for yeah. exactly it wasn't to make her it wasn't to belittle her in the original series yeah and so it and so by changing it, it that's wasn't what i'm saying trying to she think. was weak but 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 that's what i'm thinking it's like are you but why change it? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, are you saying that that it's uh, that, that the by saying it in the original it belittle it belittle? I don't know. We're thinking about it too hard. I I agree. I agree. I'm sure I there just, was a writer room where they spent longer talking about this. Oh yeah, probably going back and forth. I'm sure it was recorded both ways. Um, but I I do not like it as much as because of course I'm old school and I've it's sung different. it one way and it's. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine uh, with it. Like, okay. Instead of Will, while Bill Clinton plays the sax, which of course would be gone, it it didn't even stick around throughout the entire run of Animaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> they say our careers have made comebacks and they jump out of the grave. So again, that reanimation thing. Spielberg went to the gravesite, <laughs> reanimated him. Reanimated him. Um, so we're, we're used to the good feathers flock together, slappy wax them with their purse, buttons changes Mindy, Walt Reed does things reverse. Well, this stuff. Is uh really this is the biggest change? Uh, our brand new cast who tested well in focused group research, Gen- uh, uh, gender balanced, pronoun neutral, and ethnically diverse. The trolls will say we're so passe, but we did meta first instead go. of why bother to rehearse. Um, so yeah, that that right there, I'm I I don't know. I don't, haven't really check the reactions I, I don't think we're really i that's this was the part i was thinking like ooh, what are people going to say about this for the most part i don't think people really care yeah i haven't seen anything regarding the um the song i, I no. think people know how to take a joke and then because yeah. it's a semi-serious semi-joking lyrics you know like yeah the whole but we did meta first that that we had to put on closed captioning that is uh, yeah you cannot understand like i doubt there's anyone in the world that understood because <laughs> even in the sentence it doesn't really make that much sense anyways <laughs> the um, trolls will say we're passe but we did meta for like what like, <laughs> they they do have a, a, a mr Skullhead, by the way um in that shot in the by that trolls computer screen oh really yeah it's mr what does it say mr lullhead i think is what it says yeah L U L, you know, like lol. lol. Yeah, lol head. So, so it's it, with a Mr. Skullhead um, icon if you freeze it at the right thing. I don't have it. I, I, I think I'm misquoting it because <laughs> I don't have the frame right in front of me at this moment, but he is there. We'll talk about it next episode because this is the theme song, at least for the season. I kind of hope they change it up a little bit, though, next season. Um, I don't know. They. I was originally hoping that they, of course, they'd introduce the characters, but I don't think the new characters are really in this. Uh, 
there, series. In the xylophone, they have a little bit of some characters. Right. There. Well, I'm talking about like Starbucks and, and you know, yeah, they're not they they're not really featured players in this version of Animaniacs like the original one was mm-hmm. where you, you really have. A, yeah, just it's different Warner villains is mostly what's in the yeah. background. Yeah. Which that I that I kind of expected. Uh, okay, so back to the thing here, and to go to Animaniacs. Those are the, today's thing was uh, uh, have no shamey. That was the tag. Have no shamey. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you forgot. You should see our new contracts. Is also oh yeah, new. see our new contracts. Instead That's of... new with with a Grim Reaper that I. But wish... we saw that in the trailer too. Yeah, so. exactly. Which I wish the Grim Reaper looked more like the you know meatballs or consequences yeah. Grim Reaper, of course. Missed again. And opportunity. Like, we could bring back his voice because that's just just her now. Yeah, very it. easy. Uh, yeah, have no shamey with dot with all the Animaniacs merchandise, which was cool to see. And she's she has something that I don't think I don't. I'm trying to think if it, if there ever was Animaniacs cereal, but she's eating Animaniacs cereal. I know there was a Tiny Toon cereal. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty that. sure. I'm pretty sure I've had a bowl. I have I have Mandalorian cereal in my. My it, is it good? I haven't. I haven't eaten it yet, but I keep telling myself I'm not a cereal person. But it was on sale at Walmart, so I was like, "Hey, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll eat some marshmallow baby Yodas." <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that was that. Um, any any initial other thoughts that you guys want to talk about before we get into our main segments here? Uh, Kelly, anything else you want to mention? I think we covered everything. Okay, Nathan. Um, the animation looks sharp. Or something? I don't know. Like, yeah, well, it's it's, uh, it's it's almost, I hate to say it's traced, but it almost feels like some of it's traced off of the original stuff. But, but um, it's, it's, there's it's, differences. Yeah, but it's it's pretty. Yeah. It's it's the best animation, I think, in, well, it's some of the best animation you see in the, today's episode is in the original, the opening part right here, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get to... Uh, suspended animation part one. And suspended animation part one was written by Jess Latcher or L-A-C-H-E-R. Latcher. I think that's right. Or Lacker. Lacker. It's written by Jess, you know, Jess L. And it was written by, and also it was written by Andrew Barbeau or Barbot. <laughs> We need a pronunciation guide. We'll find it. Unless we get on here. No. (laughs) I I hate getting people's names pronounced incorrectly. This next one I'm I'm excited about, though, because it was directed by Scott O'Brien and Katie Rice. (laughs) Scott O'Brien did every single – he directed every segment in this episode. Oh, Scott. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I get to bring back my bad Irish accent. I like every, this. For every segment, you'll get to say. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, Nathan, why don't you tell us what happens here in Suspended Animation Part 1? Um, all right. Well, the Warner brothers and sister, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, are back after 22 years. They've returned to the Warner brothers lot, and they've noticed lots of things have changed, um, including a new CEO, Nora Rita Norita. And uh, she shows the Warners a tablet, which Yakko immediately swallows and gets all the information from the last 22 years. Quantum mechanics, quinoa wraps, Queen Bay. We've missed so much. But now, I know everything! Which prompts a song about everything that's happened in the last 22 years. Uh, At least up until 20... 
uh, 18 when the writers yeah. are writing this, and then the last two years they just kind of guess. But the people rely on Animaniacs for outrageous and relevant content. Well, how can we finish catching up if we don't know what happened in the last two years? I don't know. Wild guesses. Sounds good to me. We have chips in our brains. We no longer feel pain. There are worsening climate disasters. Now we live underground and we can't make a sound unless we anger our polar bear masters. Come sound for revenge. Um, there you go. Uh, yes, exactly. So it's basically a giant introduction to a song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a way. Uh, so it's some good stuff in here. I mean, it was cute to see the the Warners and in, in one way um, mocking each other, which was kind of cool. Um, let's get to the but let's first, I think, get to the, the references, because there are quite a few, uh, especially in the song. Uh, the tablet, once the tablet is swallowed, there's a lot of things that float around in Yakko's head. Uh, since the ni- the nineties, like George W. Bush, Kanye West meeting Donald Trump, uh, MySpace, the first generation iPod, uh, maybe a Tamagotchi or, uh, or Barack Obama, uh, Nathan. I think this is you putting down this Hussein Bolt question mark. Maybe, yeah. I put all these notes, so I okay. Don't know what it is. And Nathan also put Gungan style. What's uh, that dance? Yeah, I think that's with, in is there. that with is that with Jar Jar or is that did you, no? That, did you say Gung? Yeah, you did say Gungan style. I, you made, I did. You made I wrote Gundams. that. Gundam, that's what it is. Is it Gundam style? Gangam, yes. sti- Gangam style. Yes, but Nathan wrote Gungan style. Which, uh, <laughs> well, that's I what think... I always dance to. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Jar Jar was in his head, apparently. Uh, oh, uh, and what is this? Le- leaky? What's that? Yeah, Le- I thought, wasn't there like a, spacey, a SpongeBob Macy balloon that was leaking? Oh, but yeah, SpongeBob it... leaky. Okay, all right. I, I heard SpongeBob was in it. And, yeah, he's uh, definitely, it's a, it's a Macy's balloon of SpongeBob. Oh, okay. And I was wondering maybe it was a leaking one, maybe. <laughs> well, he mentions Queen Bay. And if you don't know who Queen Bay is, then you are, you are no, not worthy. Of course, that's Beyonce. Uh, then, of course, the, the song references a lot of things. Uh, Uber and YouTube and Pluto no longer being a planet. Boo. Uh, <laughs> smartphones and global warming and uh, the, the the smartwatches that uh, track you. A stock market cla- a crash. Uh, food delivery of paleo sausages. <laughs> um, Amazon. Lots, you know, some other stuff in here. Uh, they have the Friends Fountain. They have the Bill Clinton Hannibal mask. Uh Dot wearing a sunflower hat. Yeah, which I guess that's a big thing in the 90s. I had to look up, like, was this a specific character where she has this purple sunflower hat? And it's like... Didn't Phoebe wear, like, one in, like, maybe. Friends sometimes, I think? But I think there's just, in gen- like, also there was just, like, a That's So Raven kind of thing. There was, like, Disney shows, too, where people were wearing hats with yeah, flowers big on them. floppy hats and stuff with a flower in the middle. Yeah, and then... Okay. I don't know what... did You saw Yakko's hair. Was that... I did not. Yakko has grass on his head. <laughs> I think it was like uh, grunge or something. Like I think it was supposed oh. to be like Green Day or something. Like one of these punk uh, grunge '90s bands, maybe. Oh, maybe. Uh, and that's all I could think of. Lovely stuff from 2000. Al Gore losing to George W. Bush. Uh, then of course Bush looking for WMDs in his bed, wearing a Davy Crockett hat. Uh, Obama's win. They didn't really. Make fun they of just, Obama. They mentioned it. Yeah, they just said like <laughs> Obama said hope, and and then Hillary's loss, which Hillary looked, boy oh boy, she looked she looked cuckoo crazy. Um, <laughs> but a um, lot of uh, women with uh, jet boots who are trying to break through the uh, glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hillary Clinton 
is one of them, Elizabeth Warren, AOC, and I think just a, a collection of different women. So Hillary finally broke that glass ceiling? No, but it certainly does feel like it's raining shards of glass all around us. Uh, that perhaps is my favorite line of uh, both the Warner segments, I think, is that there's <laughs> it feels like it's raining glass everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's perhaps my favorite, which definitely, I think, 2020 has felt like that. <laughs> uh, it's the most accurate uh, prediction. Uh, of course, the divided country, Facebook, Fox News, the Russian bots, and I think Kamala Harris is dancing at the end. Uh, which, if that's the case, then good, good predicting there. Yeah, that was like really. In- yeah, I was like, I think that's. Yeah, I also thought it was Kamala Harris, but maybe that's just because she's in the news and everything. Yeah, exactly. Just I'm just like- seeing her a lot, so. But I, I think it might be. Uh, of course, we have uh, some other folks in there. I know Harry Potter is. Uh, Shown and uh, Gandalf-ish guy. <laughs> he might be Merlin, but I think it's Gandalf, mm-hmm. isn't it? Uh, we have Batman and Wonder Woman, who at the end is wrapped up in her rope. I uh, Her lasso, I should say. I actually thought, I, I saw Wonder Woman at the beginning, but then when they showed her at the end during the song, I didn't realize that was supposed to be Wonder Woman. I, I thought it was. Either. I thought it was that uh, reboot of The Mummy. <laughs> Remember that we came out with Tom Cruise? <laughs> I thought, is that the lady? Yeah. Is that... It was weird. It was because you barely even see Wonder Woman tumbling away uh, when they're going towards the water tower. But she kind of cartwheels down the the thing and gets wrapped up. I wish they kind of showed that happening a little bit more. Yeah, I didn't even get that. Maybe maybe it had to be cut for time or something. I guess. Yeah, I really wish they kind of showed that to make the joke actually work at the end. It didn't really work for me. Black Panther, who actually looks like a a big giant black cat. And Iron Man... Is he looks? He kind of looked like Mr. Powdered Toast Man to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's he's actually a guy, a superhero with a giant iron for a head, and uh, it's Iron Man. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the that's the first uh, segment right there. Uh, Norita, 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 Nora, Rita, Norita is our CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, Did I miss where they said her name? Or was no, it they, they never say it. it's, it, never the, it's in it. the credits. So oh, that's the okay. only reason I knew it was. Yeah. Um, now, so is that like a little r- nod to Rita? I doubt it. I, I kind of no Rita. I, no, <laughs> no Rita. Uh, what do you guys think about this first segment? Uh, let's start with you, Nathan. Uh, where were they for the last twenty-two years? <laughs> <laughs> Never told you. Never it's told just you. funny. Like whatever they were doing, they have no recollection of the last twenty-two years. So it had to be. So the reanimation makes sense. Should I give my three theories? Yeah, give your theories. Okay. We might as well talk about it now because because I don't know what else to say. It so yeah. Uh, so yeah, they maybe they're clones basically or whatever, <laughs> which is why they don't have some of the memories. And maybe if they're acting different or look a little different, it's because they're you know they took some genetic code from a different cartoon, Teen Titans Go or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in Amber, a yeah, cartoon in Amber. And then it mixed it with a toad's uh, DNA, and, <laughs> and that's how they got the anim- the Warners back. Another option would be uh, so the new CEO she says in this episode is today a uh, mi- microdose day, which is a uh, the use of psychedelics. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, why is this line? And then she found out it's a macrodose day, which means that you take lots of psychedelics. So maybe this whole thing is just in the. Uh, CEO's mind and like See, maybe I, 
maybe Mr. Plots was always on these. See, shows. when I heard microdose and macrodose, I thought LSD as well. But then I read somebody else on line that it was dealing with sugar. Like oh, how much sugar? I thought it was taking? vitamins, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it. I think it it's dealing. I think it's not dealing with microdoses of LSD. Well, we'll see. But, I know that type of microdosing and a type of macrodosing. So it is. It is a type of therapy. See, it is the the Warner Brothers lot is being run into the ground by a woman who's on, who's on. <laughs> y'all, y'all obviously know more about LSD than I do. Apparently. Well, I, just, I was like, what is microdosing? So I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> What this is the first thing that came up, so it must be the true thing. It must be the CEO um, is on and drugs. And the only other option would be that the Warners are Time Lords. They mm. lost mm-hmm. access to their their TARDIS, which is, right. of course, the water tower. And they got trapped by some, like, weeping angel, took them to some faraway area, and mm-hmm. they had to use a, a time-displacing, uh, uh, like, a wrist. You know, like, what what... Doctor Who has so often had to use, I forget what those things are called, but a time manipulation device that got him back to his TARDIS. And- I, I think this is, again, going perfectly well into our, our Doctor Who theory. Thank you, Nathan, <laughs> for bringing this up again. Because, of course, they do look slightly different. And, of course, as we all know, Doctor Who regenerates every few seasons. He's reanimated. And, yeah, exactly. And he looks so, different. So she. Now she. We'll just say Doctor Who looks different. Yeah. <laughs> season season sometimes so. so there you go that's why they look slightly different um but that uh and their personalities are slightly different as well there's a lot more slapstick in this one uh it's than 22 years later which is why it's also they say 22 years later which also it's like they should be alive for the 22 years you would think yeah but also they weren't in this time so i think they went back into a different time and they just lived that 22 years (laughs) well a different time the funny thing is they do mention stuff like you're from the 90s oh i get it you're from the 90s and to me i'm thinking well really they're from like the 1930s but um (laughs) yeah i mean it's it seems kind of funny like did they did they need when the warners first escaped the water tower in the original series did they spend half the half the episode catching up on what's happened in the past 60 years i know <laughs> it's like no you just become zany and you just you you don't worry about uh that stuff you just you just beat yourself and go out and drive dr scratch and sniff crazy which brings me to dr scratch and sniff i'm very glad they brought ralph i'm i don't i like his blue uniform better i'll just say it I think his gray uniform's fine. He looks pretty good. Um, basically kind of the same. Of course, sounds the same because it's Frank Welker. Um, but I, I was disappointed that, at least in this first episode, one of the first places, again, if I was in the writer's room, one of the first places you go is you'd see Dr. Scratch and Sniff. This was, in all, in my opinion, their father on the show. <laughs> You know, and it seems like that that was just a missing, a big well, missing piece to me. One of the, the synopses for a later episode, I think they go in search of him. Yes, yeah, so it mm-hmm. makes me wonder. But if he's not there, then kind of allude to that. That should be or, the first episode, too, or something. Yeah, yeah like, should go. Be like, <laughs> find him. Like, it, it was a catch-up episode. Uh, and not the uh, not the not the delicious red condiment, but the ketchup episode uh, for you uh, for the audience. But I I just think again I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have written this first episode <laughs> the way that it was written, uh, kind of uh, tying things back to to stuff, which is fine, um, you know. 
I, I I don't think that the Warners needed to catch up to to nineties culture. Just be zany. But uh, I Kelly, think that was a way to to kind of bridge the gap. Not not necessarily between the two series, but between mm-hmm. the audiences. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, we recognize that some of you who watched before, who are older now, are still watching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, that, that it did have some, like I said before, it had some cute impersonations of each other. I thought that was funny with Yakko and Wacko kind of doing <laughs> each other's voices. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you have a favorite first line of the four characters that gave first lines? <laughs> um, Ralph. Wacko, Dot, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, although I did like uh, Wacko saying, <laughs> make sure it's funny. Uh, <laughs> that was that was a cute part. For the most part, you know, I'll just say it right now. The, the, the Warner segments in this first episode I, were not that strong, at least for me. Um, we'll get into the Pinky and the Brain segment in, in just a few moments. But that, to me, was a stronger part. I just – I wish that the, the Warner segments were better. The song, this first song – it's kind of a Irish. It's kind of has a little Irish jigginess to it, like da 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 dun da 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 dun you know. But um, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, yeah, it was it was fine. It's it's weird. Like in these songs, um, it does like I don't like you can tell when they start singing because the mics sound different or something like in both of the, <laughs> the well and and Rob's like, voice goes down Rob's, to Rob's yeah. voice is it's Rob it just sounds like Rob Paulson and there's um there's a definite difference between him doing Yakko versus him singing as Rob and I could immediately tell the difference as soon as mm-hmm. the song started and of course later in the next segment with the Warners there's multiple Yakos and <laughs> And Dot's uh, singing at least two uh, that I can tell. I think Jess might be doing Wacko throughout the entire one of the of the second mm-hmm. song. Although it's hard for me to tell. I'd love to find out exactly the break-off points and why those segments were broken off. Was it because the... I'm guessing COVID, COVID. you would think. COVID? And then do a rewrite on part of the song. And there were a ton of writers in these songs. Yeah, I, know, I don't... I, I, in the credits, they list off all the writers. There's at least five or six, I think. Uh, for each one of these songs. So there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Maybe with fewer writers of these songs, it would have been a little bit better if the vision would have been closer. But again, I, I just, again, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just kind of saying it's just kind of a missed opportunity. It's just not the way I would have done it. It kind of, whatever. <laughs> anyway, any any last, I, I don't want to have the last word, but do you guys have any uh, moments of, any other things you want to talk about for this at least first Initial part here. Um, I, there was a Wreck It Ralph poster. Yeah, and Ralph, Ralph was on it. <laughs> and Ralph was on it, and he and wrecked he, it. And he went right through like kind of a wrecking ball, using sort of. his clone, his phone, his I mean, clone his drone. drone. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, that was, uh, well, was, I wanted to there. give a higher. <laughs> yeah, but again, and again, just a quick. Not that it's really that important what happened to plots, but again, uh, you would think that. The Warners would just have a quick question like, where's Plots? <laughs> He's retired. You know, just something like that uh, as a quick or maybe even a, make it funny as the way you say it. <laughs> but I don't know. Just a, a quick little thing. Plots does have an appearance as a at least a painting later in the in the season. So mm-hmm. that'll be something to look forward to. So maybe we'll see uh, some explanation of Plots or maybe even makes an appearance. I don't know. We haven't watched the rest of the episodes. 
Well, uh, let's go ahead and get to our next segment right here. And this is Pinky in the Brain with Of Mice and Memes. And Of Mice and Memes was written by Kathleen Chen and Brian Polk. And it was directed by Scott O'Brien. Or Scott O'Brien, whatever. Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in Of Mice and Memes? Okay. Uh, Pinky is watching TV, and um, he's sort of watching a parody of Bob Saget. Uh, He's doing America's Stupidest Pets, but the guy's name is Fred Beagle. And um, so it's just videos of of dogs, like, uh, eating ice cream and having a brain freeze. What is so funny? (laughs) These silly animals! I can't get enough! I wish I could carry the television around with me so I could watch all the time. (laughs) That's it. Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? I think so, Brain. But if I clone myself, how will I know which one to shoot when I turn evil? Brain decides that uh, he's going to create a gadget, basically like a phone, (laughs) where um, he can watch... uh, watch the stuff all the time and then you know when when you shoot the video it sort of hypnotizes people and when they watch the video it's you know they they want to watch it all the time and and you know follow whoever is in the video basically so brain is brain will be the ultimate influencer on instagram right so brain arranges it to be him and so he puts on a little baby outfit and you know has pinky shoot the video Prepare yourself, Pinky. Your heart is about to be warmed. Aw, it's baby brain! Are you ready? Ready! And action! Laugh now, for I am an adult mouse costumed as a baby. And cut! And he gets... He's watching the likes, you know, because we all do it. And uh, (laughs) he sees it go up to one. And he gets excited, and then it's Pinky who's uh, following him, and he gives him a thumbs up. Yeah, and uh, it's so cute, and uh, <laughs> his little his little face is so cute, Pinky's. And um, so then uh, they they he realizes he needs to be on like primetime TV too. There's an opera cat that's being really popular, and um, so. Brain ends up getting stuck on the globe. (laughs) What does this animal have that I don't? This mind control filter is never going to work if nobody sees it. Pinky, do something. Handy scalps. Adirondacks. No, not the Himalayas. And he goes under like the the little, whatever you call it, the holder, the stand for the globe or whatever. Yeah, globe stand thing. Yeah. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and um, the arm of the globe. And Pinky actually had videotaped that or recorded it. And um, that went viral. It, it started getting millions of followers. And that's how he got on late night TV or, or was supposed to. But what ended up happening was the business pig that Pinky shot that afternoon or that morning, um, he ended up using the same device and then he went viral and that's who everybody wanted to see because he can predict stock numbers or something. And so brain wasn't really thrilled about that. And um, 
Oh, at one point, uh, Brain was scrolling through and he saw the names uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, <laughs> which is an old song. It's it's an old tune, but it's referenced in Karaoke Doki in the original series of Animaniacs, <laughs> um, where <laughs> where uh, Willie Slatmer goes, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. <laughs> Very good. And um, so that's funny. And every time I hear that or see that, I think about that. And um, I wrote down some of my favorite lines. Good. Uh, when Brain uh, tells Pinky, you can't mash what is already mush. Talking, yes. about, his, talking <laughs> about his brain. And then uh, y'all had this one too, but, but Pinky basically says, you know, if I clone myself, how will I know which one to shoot when I turn evil? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was funny. That was in response to, you know, are you pondering what I'm pondering, Pinky? And um, and then uh, Pinky is, is talking about how their relationship is founded on his enabling of the systematic emotional and physical abuse by brain. And I'm like, what? Like, he knows what's going on, and he just puts up with it because enabler. And um, <laughs> so that was some some fun psychology there. And then when they were talking about the the internet, um, uh, Brain says, you know, what what do you hum- humans use it for? And Pinky goes, I think I know, but I don't think I can say it. <laughs> so um, to which the brain says, surprisingly, no. <laughs> right, right. And then and then there was another point where he was talking about the alpha waves of, of the human brain, and Pinky goes, "There's a human you." Yeah, and that's right. It took me a split second, and then I'm right. Oh, I get it. Out. Al- you know, human brain. So he thought brain, you know, which the by brain. the way, that was, that was a joke that was in the spinoff series, which I found out, which some people kind of questioned, are they referencing that uh, episode, which I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, Drew, uh, I season one one. he knows he's our, he's one of our listeners and he's an awesome pinky in the brain fan and knows exactly which episode it is. And he actually uh, edits a lot of the wikis, um, is in charge of a lot of it. So he knows which one I'm talking about. Um, I'm not sure if it's a reference to the other episode. I think it's just a, it's a funny line. Like Yeah, I think it's brain. like Mel Brooks using the, it is Nessa and the producers just because it's like, oh, no one's seen High Anxiety. So we're going to use it again in the musical producer. Oh, I ne- see. I never, I totally skipped that they reused that joke. Yeah, um, I'm like, it's just like, a, it's a funny joke. Already. I know this joke already. It's a great joke though. It is Nessa. <laughs> um well anyway so it's a it's a it's a good pinking the brain segment uh, you could see that there is it was, what i kind of thought was interesting was that you could see the differences from the script that they showed in that uh initial teaser uh trailer stuff showing the voice actors reading it versus the end and we had mentioned on a previous episode that the ending that they had showed was indeed very different yeah. <laughs> from the one that they actually showed in this. Had I think it was like flying bats and there's a, a seagull. Of, I think they were seagulls, like in the mouth yeah. of a seagull. Yeah, it was some kind of crazy thing of flying through the air or and hitting a restaurant and towards the lab. Yeah, something crazy. I don't know. It's it was hard for my. There, there were like the geese yeah. shooting rays out or something. Yeah, it, it was something goofy, something very very different than what happened in. Uh, in this one, um, so this episode had a lot of rewrites, apparently, and but I think it for the most part it turned out good. I it has uh, some cultural references to some uh, some celebrities. I mean, Seth Meyers is is shown right there, and they uh, with a smug mug, creepy smile coming out of Seth Meyers in this one, mm-hmm. very creepy. Uh, 
two quick celebrities that were shown, uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, Nathan originally put in our notes, some guy. And it was. Um, and but was he right. was some guy. It was, <laughs> from what I can tell, Tom Hanks. And then uh, Nathan and I both thought the woman was Meryl Streep. And Kelly, you didn't know who it was supposed to be. Um, oh, the guy? No, the, I the, Meryl the woman. Oh, no, you did know Meryl, Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I will say that, I, you know, the, I, I'm not a huge fan of the, the, the human designs for the for the most part on this new series. But they, I like Meryl Streep's. But I like Meryl Streep's. Uh, I don't know. They're just a little weird. Um, but that's all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what were some moments in this uh, that you like, Nathan? Um, I like that after uh, Pinky explains that he's only there to enable the physical abuse or whatever of brain when brain hits him. He's like, right. Oh, I deserve that. Just, yeah. <laughs> I liked it, but little... then I did it like it at the same yeah, time. It's I'm like, like sad, but yeah, it's like, it's an abusive relationship. Um, <laughs> it's like, make me feel bad about this. I think okay. he had lots of little jokes. This is great. I guess the brain invented all the internet or was it just the, like, I don't know. Well, the internet was a, the internet was around. It was around before, the 98 and then like yeah. so i didn't really understand what he was doing the last 22 years well, you know it's like why re- stop now and not like five years ago it's, or it's rewriting history <laughs> quite a bit um i mean i do like the i do like the the idea that again pinky is usually the the one who influences brains plans this is why well, i think at the beginning of the episode doesn't it say they're in the 90s yeah, yes. yeah they're in the 90s and it goes 22 years later because oh, the worse. whole time yeah he's developing uh, all the different developing smartphones is what yeah. the whole because yeah, pinky said i wish i could carry a tv around which really the brain should buy right there and then there alone if he's inventing all these different things to get to the smartphone shouldn't the brain just be a steve jobs figure and just be <laughs> have control of everything right there i mean yeah like if you oh if you've created all smartphone like apple owns the world right now right yeah and then seems- also like why wait till 2020 why not wait until the smartphone like came out i guess or you know well pretty much everyone had a smartphone five years ago this exactly was it, it was kind of a <laughs> yeah I don't want to take it too literally or anything. Yeah, I'm uh, taking it too serious. Yeah. Um, it's a cartoon. Uh, Kelly, I know you mentioned about a bunch of things you liked of this. Anything else you want to mention? Um, I, I liked Brain in the little baby outfit. It was cute. Yep. I mean, he's no baby Yoda. No. But, I mean, it's like, could you imagine? It's like, I think baby Yoda might have brain control over Kelly. When you think about it. My uh, my bank account would agree with you um, because I cannot stop buying Baby Yoda stuff. <laughs> well, there you go. So I think it's real. Watch out. All hail and praise be Baby Yoda. Praise Baby Yoda. <laughs> praise Baby Yoda. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's go ahead and get to our last segment of the day, and that's Suspended Animation Part 2. <laughs> Suspended Animation Part 2 was written by Kathleen Chen and Brian Polk, and it was directed by Scott O'Brien and Katie Rice. And uh, Nathan, uh, why don't you tell us what happens here in uh, Suspended Animation Part 2? So the Warners find out that there's been multiple shows that have been rebooted, and they decided to sing a little song about it. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, we could mention all the things they... But we could do yeah. that in the, in the... In the references thing. Yeah. Re- 
reboot it, renew it, reshoot it, redo it, and reuse it, retool it, abuse it, dispute it. If you wanna make some easy cash, just recycle and rehash. Repeat it, reinstate it, reheat it, recreate it. There's no need to feel frustrated. Simply just regurgitate it for a guaranteed rating smash. Pick it up out of the trash. Come on, just reboot it. And then, of course, they close out with a with a little Hulu thing, which we've seen oh, yes. most of. Saying that, on all seriousness, but uh, that won't that won't play well if they ever get shown on any other network. <laughs> that's true, um, and they and they are like I don't know. That's actually a good question. I wonder if our listeners in Canada. I'm very curious, and I'm sure we'll probably find this out by the time this comes out. But just in case we don't. Um, this is sh- going to be apparently showing on Teletoon in Canada. Uh, I wonder if they show this little epilogue thing uh, with uh, Hulu on those uh, on that network. I think I Teletoon because so. it's just it's almost just like an ad for Hulu. Because still. Hulu, yeah, the, and and Hulu is still shown as a Hulu lawyer at the beginning. So yeah. you think they would have to do a little too much editing? So. Yeah. I just it's interesting. I think it's just like why not why take it I out mean, Hulu cuz they didn't change any of the WB or I mean Warner Brothers reference. Yeah, and Hulu when, is still producing Netflix, it. Or I'm sorry, it it was all No, they were on Netflix for a while weren't with the anim, were mm-hmm. anime acts on Netflix yeah. and then yeah, they yeah. Moved started over there. To Hulu. And we've started our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Well, anyway, okay. Well, anyway, uh let's go ahead and talk about the, the bunch of the different shows that they reference. Uh they mentioned a reboot a reboot of Star Trek, Charmed, X Files, Fuller House, uh, Murphy Brown, Melrose Place, Gilmore Girls, Lost in Space, Lost in Space, <laughs> That's a Raven, Golden Girls, Will and Grace, Dynasty, Sweet Sixteen, Blues Clues, Twin Peaks, Carmen Sandiago, I think is how Wacko says it, Looney Tunes, <laughs> Queer Eye, uh, Five eye, Five Guys with One Eye. That's their caption. If you notice the Queer Eye poster, they're all uh-huh. Cyclopses. Well, wow, Five Guys. <laughs> I don't with know one why, eye. but. DuckTales, something like Old Boy. I guess that was, it's not a reboot, but that's like a recreation of a foreign thing, I guess. Yeah, I noticed that too. It's movies. movies. Okay. Okay. Uh, And of course, a Johnny Depp sequel and then a prequel uh, to Edward Scissorhands, perhaps? Maybe he's holding like a scissor, I think, or something. It might just be, (laughs) it's just generic. It says Johnny Depp movie sequel. Yeah. Johnny Depp okay. 2. <laughs> they show B. Arthur, or, the, or they reference her, and then they show the ghost of B. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, they What is this? Looney Tunes Zombie? Oh, maybe it was supposed to be X- Zombie. X- I don't know. Well, yeah, you wrote X-O-O-M-B. <laughs> what is this? Gungan? Looney Tunes Gungans? What? Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's 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 about it right there. And, oh, yeah, I think that's uh, it. There was, oh, the, the, that character at the end that's like vomiting money. Yeah. That's like a combination of like Aquaman and and uh, uh, Wonder Woman and Superman and Cyborg. Yeah, just I, uh, a bunch of different Warner Brothers. I was DC listening characters. to this episode with audio description, and that's what. <laughs> that's right, Nathan. Nathan suggest. Would you recommend that people just for fun Not listen for the to first this show? Time, but if you want to rewatch it, I say put audio descriptions on for the second time. Hilarious. Some of the descriptions that the person has to give. For what's the Warners are doing? Like he has to do it like really quick because it's in between the lines. So like, uh, eggs and bacon, Paul Ross face. Like, like oh, okay. 
So there you go. That's that's your rewatch <laughs> challenge. So is that is that there for visually impaired, basically? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's also, if you're cool. doing like the dishes or you know driving, you know something like you know, yeah. if you can't watch the episode, just put the uh, audio description on and yeah. There's no excuse not to drive and listen to Animaniacs because now you can but listen to the. I did, it, I did it beforehand. I mean, you know, I would just have I wouldn't have the video on, but I just have the audio going. Yeah. It's a good writing, so that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the song. Uh, this is the song where they, boy, they switch back and forth with different voice actors quite a bit, and it was kind of jarring. It was very jarring the first time I saw it. The second time, I didn't mind it as much, but I was still kind of curious as to so that happened. I, I know you guys are saying it's COVID. I, I almost, I almost feel like I just wonder if, if just some of the notes that. It, maybe they're like, well, Rob's not really hitting that note right here where it should be, so let's get this other person who kind of sounds but like Rob. But we've heard him sing live. And, and he sings this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't think that's any of it. I mean, yeah, their voices have changed a little bit because we're all a little older and stuff, but I don't think – I really a, think it's COVID. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, that's so weird. It's like you can't, you can't book Rob and Tress. I, I know schedules are tight and everything, but you did have a while to get this going. So I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a very, again, I'm sure we'll have opportunities, hopefully, uh, in the, in the coming months and everything, to talk to the folks who, um, you know, behind the scenes. And that's definitely something I'd, I'd like to know: is what the heck happened there? Are you, with the, are you getting on that? Are you working on that? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, first I got to watch these episodes, <laughs> and who knows? Depending on what I say, maybe they'll be like, "Heck no!" <laughs> We're talking to that guy. But I'm just curious, like, how did that? Uh, how did that all go down? What's the story behind that? Those voices changing? Um, yeah, and I'm a little, you know, almost just a little curious why they didn't. Because um, yeah, Yakko, Wacko, Dot—they all sound just slightly different. But in the first season of Animaniacs in the original run, they did pitch their voices. Uh, yeah, I, wonder, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Are you sure it's just not the sound? I mean, you know, maybe they did record they, it at home and then if you, sent it over virtually, and then it got, you know, edited to, that, to death because of the, the different, um, it's like what the Bernsteins were talking about, different um, programs and right. microphones and stuff. I and mean, we, we don't know. That is a possibility, but I, I really don't think so. I, I And plus, if you look at the... Uh, the credits there's a lot of singers listed yeah. uh in this song and while there are you know backup singers and stuff like that um in this um i, I don't know i just well, I they definitely sound different I'm yeah yeah they sounded different i i can't confirm that they're different singers though just because i don't have that kind of ear but mm. i could just go like oh they sound weird here yeah <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, so that's the first episode. There's no end water tower uh, gag, which I know some people have been disappointed at. And I even talked to, <laughs> I was even talking with Tom uh, Ruger about it, and he was he wanted he was watching the credits, and the first thing he said was, "Hey, they don't have a water tower gag." <laughs> and I told him just what you were saying, Nathan, on our last episode is that well, you know, this new format uh, should you know they always say play next episode they don't show the yeah. credits and you even like in Hulu and, yeah and even in netflix <laughs> netflix might show the entire credits but it's always pushed off to the corner you know and so they're always trying to promote their next show and i think tom let me pull up exactly what tom said because i thought it was very accurate he said formatting should not get in the way of the creative and i think that's very true 
that like the the people who worked on the show should be uh whether it's his show or you know this show right here they should be recognized and i always appreciated especially as a kid seeing not only the water tower gag at the end but the gag that they hid into the credits of all mm-hmm. of these different series so that i mean while you were you were looking for two gags but at the same time you were also hopefully learning some of the people's names you know what though it's it's not even just streaming to blame for that though because i remember um i'm gonna go back to sequest dsv mm-hmm. and <laughs> um season one at, over the credits they'd always have bob ballard from the woods hole Inst- in oceanographic institute give like scientific facts and stuff and that was like one of my favorite things because it was cool yeah and then second season um nbc as a whole had this thing where they were going to start like pushing the credits off a little mm-hmm. bit and you know kind of going hurriedly into the, the next show because i guess they were losing viewers between shows and so they got rid of bob ballard completely and that may have also just been because they reformatted the show also but i i just remember the the credits changed then even on network television because they, they would speed them up and um, just wouldn't give you time to appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. The, that it happened when I was watching Freakazoid on Teen Titans the other week. It's just like immediately, as soon as the show ends, credits are like way on the far right, tiny print and uh, double speed. They made, <laughs> yeah. they made fun Playing of the commercial stuff. at the time. I remember they started this, I remember in The Simpsons years and years ago, like at least 10 or 15 years ago, they had made fun of it when this happened. Wasn't it like Marge or Homer was on a TV show? And then they were going to watch the credits to see that the name was – oh, maybe it was like uh, Itchy and Scratchy. That Bart was going to find his own name. Uh, find his name. And as soon as they go to the credits, like Kent Brockman comes on and it squishes everything to the side. And they're all like looking at the side of the screen like, oh, there is that it? Is that it? And so, yeah, it's it's, it's sad. It's a different world because I I, I was reading something and I, I, I think this is true because I, I feel like I knew it and then I'd forgotten it. But I think um, – Oh, what was it? The Screen Actors Guild or somebody fined George Lucas because he put the credits of the Star Wars films at the end of the movie instead of the beginning. Because um, there was some issue there because, you know, you're supposed to put the, the main character. He got fined for it, yeah, I believe. You had to pay a fine each time. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah that's what I, was, I, was, I was fiddling I around remember. with all these other things. No, I couldn't remember who, who fined him, but he, oh. yeah, because he, I th- I you he broke found- protocol and how dare he. Yes, I, I, I thought for some reason I you're we talking about find George Lucas like no, I just find <laughs> find I heard find him like okay he's over in uh, Marine I County I'm so lost right or now is he I, Chica- no. <laughs> he's in Chicago or he's in Marine yeah Wait, sorry who's on first I'm, <laughs> I'm moving who's on stage the name of the band <laughs> I'm moving dot I'm moving little dials and, and dots and levers and whatever <laughs> okay uh, let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. Well, first episode of this new series. Let's get to the Water Tower rating. What do you guys think? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Um, First episode, I'll go three Water Towers, and that will be my base for the rest of the season, I guess. So that I could go higher or lower than three Water Towers. And yeah, right? Okay. Sure. Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> and I think that's true. I mean, okay. I'll talk. I'll talk about myself. My own opinion. A minute, Kelly. Let's let's go to you though. What do you, What do you think? Hmm. 
Let me think. Because I'm, I'm torn on where I should put it. Still I'm not. Is. Okay. I'm going to give it a five um, because Spielberg and <laughs> um, Jurassic Park. But also, I, I thought Pinky and the Brain was super strong. Mm-hmm. And I actually really liked the, the second song um, a lot more than the, the first song for segment two. Uh, hmm. I thought it was catchy. And um, so I thought that was a, a good song. And um, so my my rating as the season goes on will probably just go down because oh, yeah. uh, unless there's more Spielberg. That's, <laughs> that's my base uh, for any any rating. But um, <laughs> but I thought overall, I mean, as a as a, the um, you know freshman episode of the new series, I, I I thought it started out really strong again with the the Jurassic Park. I mean, I I don't think that could have been any better um, really. And uh, it, uh, and I, I enjoyed it even more, you know, the second time through. So um, yeah, I, I was pretty pretty pleased with it. All right, and as for me, I'm I'm going to go a little lower than you, Nathan. I'm going to say two and a half. Um, wow. Yeah, I, it's look, I I like the Pinky and the Brain segments. The 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 other segments, the the Warner segments, I I had I had problems with. I think, like I said, there was missed opportunities. Um, it, it was it wasn't necessarily bad, but I didn't really like the songs. I thought the songs, I know Kelly, you said you liked the episode a lot more the second time you saw it, right? Um, the songs for me just kind of felt kind of flat for the most part. I'll be brutally honest. I just didn't really, I didn't really like the songs this, this time. Um, I'm hoping that the songs that we'll see later are, are, are good uh, and, and stuff, but yeah, just overall, I wasn't, wasn't that impressed. Uh, although I'm not saying it's, I'm, I'm still giving it a middle of the pack. I mean, I am giving it a 2.5 out of five, which is directly in the middle. So mm-hmm. it could still go down from there. But can you give something and a it could zero? Still, well, I wouldn't, I mean, I like, wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't never give this a zero. But it's not our, really our in the middle. one to five. Yeah. Yeah. So three is in the middle. Three is in the middle, but 2.5 <laughs> is exactly in the middle. So I'm saying it's kind of in the middle for me. I'm saying it's, okay. I'm saying it's okay. Okay, I'm saying there was stuff that I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it was okay. Like I, I like the Pinky and the Brain. Um, I thought that was the. It had John Williams. It music. yeah, it it did. And again, like if I were to pick two segments I liked, you know, that were the stronger points at least, it was the Pinky and the Brain and the Jurassic Lark. And then there was the the suspended animation part, which just felt both rushed and and I don't know just. I didn't like the the main portions of those. I didn't like, which were the songs. That's fair. And yeah, I think that's just why. And I just think that, like I said, it just I didn't like the concept of the first episode to begin with, like with catching up. Uh, again, it was their decision. I wouldn't have spent as much time with you know. We got to catch up with all the the stuff because at one point I think. Wacko says the people rely on animaniacs for outrageous and relevant content, and it's it. I, to me, I was just like, I don't remember as a whole animaniacs the original run as being trendy. Well, I don't think I think that was the joke. I think Wacko was making a joke as like, oh, we're not supposed to be trendy. But, like, yeah, yeah, but that's what this episode yeah. was kind of trying. No, I, yeah. I think they were trying to. They were trying to. I think they were trying to be joking. Like, the, I think uh, they were trying to be trendy, but they were also making a joke that if, Warners aren't trendy. If you look like, back at the, it's always been a time delay. If you look back everything. at the original series, I think the episodes 
that were kind of weakest, in my opinion, were the ones that were kind of going to trendy, yeah, like go, the ones like, that let's go see the friends. Yeah, that was a bad pass. episode. <laughs> <laughs> or the one with Howard Stern. I don't like that episode either. Because they mm-hmm. they didn't age as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, I, they, when they chose more timeless. Um, uh, Topics. Right. So when they're yeah, kicking off by saying that we got to figure out what's going on in the real world right now so we can make fun of it right now, I'm thinking to myself, well, garage sale of the century, they just went off. <laughs> like, you just be the Warners and just be be cute, be zany and, and stuff. You don't have to keep they're it. They're witty, not cute. Yes, that's true. Well, the, the, all three of them are. They're all so cute. And I think though. that was another missed opportunity. They're going to be cuter in a future episode. They should, yes. Kawaii. Kawaii yeah. cute. But I did. But speaking of missed opportunity, that's when they said, "Tell, tell them, what, what, you know, Ralph, what are we?" And I, should, I said, "Cute," in my head, and they didn't say it because. Or they could have said, "Maybe weird dogs." Yeah, cute little mm, dogs. Oh well. Woof woof. <laughs> again, I, again. I love that song. It's, like I said, you know, it's it's it was it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was all in all bad, but I just thought it was okay. I think, like I said, missed opportunities. I'm not saying. The whole series sucks. I'm just saying I wish that this episode was a little bit stronger because especially if I look back at the original episode, the number one episode of the first series, they I think that's a really strong episode with, you know, with um, with Dr. Scratch and Sniff learning who the Warners are and, uh, you know, Nighty Night Tune and, of course, the Monkey Song. Those are, you know, rel- you know with the exception of maybe Nighty Night Tune. <laughs> They introduce mm. the characters, and I think they're, they're pretty strong. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. Let me get to the opinions of the people out there, at least on Twitter, because we had an Animaniacast poll. It was a very quick one, but we had 176 votes on it. Wow. So I said, wow. what do you think about the first episode of Animaniacs? So this was a hashtag Animaniacast poll. And the first option was, I hated it. Three percent said I hated it. That's good. Seven uh, percent said it's okay, which is probably where I would vote. But mind, I'm in the seven percent, so the minority. Twenty-five uh, percent said it was good, and sixty-five percent said it was great, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so some, you know, very positive uh, stuff right there. Um, you should have had one of like better than the original. Yeah. So see if some of, some of the folks who commented on it. Uh, Mitch, who's one of our uh, followers and uh, folks over on our Discord channel, said the Warner segment was okay slash good. The Pinky and the Brain segment was great. Chef's kiss. Uh, some people are saying, like, if they live in Canada or uh, the UK, they say, I don't have it yet. Uh, uh, Nova Minka said, I loved it. It just seemed to be really good at fitting in with modern times, which I loved deeply. I was able to watch the other episodes as well, and I love those too. I have a strong feeling that the reboot is going to be really good for the first season. Some other people saying it was great. And uh, this person says it was good, but more they beat you over the head with, wow, 2020 is different, made me gradually dislike it as I went on, leaving me very unsure, but leaning negative. Hopefully they'll move on from that from the rest of the season because it started to get old. And that was from Snookmaster20. Anyway. That's just some comments right there. Some my people. my niece gave a comment. That's too, right. Let's go and play. Said, let's play Lois's. Oh, do you want to play a little part of yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> let's no. It's only a minute long. Let's play our niece Lois, who is nine years old, uh, with her reaction. So, what did you think of this episode? The very first episode. 
I loved it, but I don't know. It didn't have that 90s spark to it that all the other um, Water Brothers stuff has, you know? Is that is that too hard to understand? <laughs> it's not hard to understand. <laughs> Wait, I what? Know, I just wanted to know what you thought of the episode, so. I thought it was good. It just didn't have that boom. Did you have a favorite part to the episode? Yes. Um, my favorite part was probably when they brought back Star Trek. That was pretty cool. I didn't even know that was made by the Water Brothers. I don't know if it is. I don't know. Then why did they why did they say they brought it back? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Any uh what how what would you give the episode out of uh 5 stars? I'm going to give it 4 stars. Okay. All right, thanks. So, Lois right there, I think she mentions that it didn't have that 90s spark <laughs> which i thought was like you weren't even alive in the 90s like, how old is the she's nine, <laughs> nine. so oh she gosh. doesn't even really but she's very she says it so show sure of I, herself she didn't get that from me so i don't know yeah i don't know where she got that i know it's like nathan let's be very neither <laughs> i nor nathan told her it's <laughs> not like the 90s nobody nobody around i was her not said trying that. to talk her up that no, yeah like, i don't know she just was... came up with that line by herself so I don't know what she defines as '90s, um, but she 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 noticed some sort of difference, which I thought was interesting. All right, let's go ahead and get to our contact information. Thank you, Lois, for that information. Uh, let's go to some, get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you? Um, I'm on Twitter, Joey Django FT. That's me. And Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess Y O D A P R N C S S. Or email me at kelly at bigshinyrobot.com. All right. And as for the Animaniacast, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And our Discord channel is, you, oh, you can get a welcome link by going to discord.animaniacast.com. That's our RetroZap server. You can go to the Animaniacast section and talk about stuff that's Animaniacs related. Or go to any of the other RetroZap sections and talk about anything else pop culture. Because, of course, we are a proud member of the RetroZap podcast network and you should check out retrozap.com for everything pop culture fantastic podcasts mostly leaning on the star wars side but of course we have other stuff like techno retro dads and uh and other stuff that you'll you'll love if you like lost or if you like uh just anything pop culture you're gonna love retrozap so that'll do it for today's episode of the Animaniacast. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. Make sure it's funny.